0: Hello,
1: that's pretty cool actually, well done, (laughs) (laughs) cinematography.
0: (laughs) Welcome into another episode of Farm to Fame, I am Kelsey Winger coming to you live from my semi-humiliating childhood bedroom once again, that is Peter Moylan coming to you from Australia, in a winery, beautiful, beautiful beaches down there. Thank you. And Maddie, you're welcome. Maddie Mass is coming to you from his parents' house. I feel a little, um, I feel like I was more vulnerable than you were because I am also at my parents' house, but I'm exposing myself. Again. And you are just like in the kitchen with like a plain background.
2: Yep. I am at the kitchen table, plain background. It's perfectly framed. It's perfectly framed. Perfect.
0: Eh, kind of. No, he could. There's there's a little bit extra on the left side. You just made it worse.
2: There we go. There you go.
0: Mm, medium at best.
2: To be honest, I there's no place for me to work in my bedroom because the desk that's up there is completely covered in bobbleheads, stuff like that. So mm. your collections? Mm-hmm.
0: This is my Sugarland Skeeters bullpen cart bobblehead giveaway. You spent
1: a lot of time with the Skeeters, huh? The Skeets, Skeets?
0: Listen, it was exciting when Sugarland got that ballpark. It's a, it is the, it's such a beautiful ballpark. And they did this Christmas thing. We went when Casey was in town for Thanksgiving, we went with my parents. What? Yes. I'll send, Maddie, remind me to like send you pictures and videos from it, but like And you could like be in the dugout and stuff and the dugouts had lights in them and you're walking on the field. And I, man, I don't know the last time I've like been on a professional baseball field, you know, like, I mean, since 2019 or 2020, and I was like as happy as a little freaking bumblebee. Like I was just beat bopping around, um, but they just did a great, the ballpark's beautiful. So yes. Oh, I'm sitting at my high school desk right now. So. I'm just going to pick three random CDs off of the CD rack in front of me uh, because there are some bangers on here. And we're just going to see what we get. That's how we're going to kick off our, our baseball pause today.
1: So graceful. Can I guess? Wilson Phillips. No. Dixie Chicks.
0: Yes. We're at, that was really good. Thank you. That was really good, Pete. We got Dixie Chicks. Uh oh, this one has landslide and traveling soldier on it. That is number one. Okay. I just
1: saw a glimpse of the cover. Now I'm gonna see and try to do it again. Uh I the killers. Oof. Okay.
0: And in case sh- this has Jenny was a friend of mine, Mr. Brightside, smile like you mean it. This honestly has some bangers on it. Somebody told me somebody told me. Um I wrote my name on the back in case I ever lost it. That's good. Okay. Ooh, Danity Kane. Let's go. Danity Kane.
1: Maddie wouldn't recognize the number one song.
0: Showstopper, which I can't remember any of those songs. No, me either. Um, um The Beach Boys Warped Tour 2007 compilation. I had some of that in me. Um, Sierra okay let's talk about some baseball there's a lot that happened this week like honestly for baseball being in a lockout there is a lot of storylines so we have a bunch of things that we're going to hit on in the opener first of all our team name draft was so much fun on social media yeah and I feel like we need to apologize to a lot of teams that we left out and we no, left no, no. out. So, okay. No,
1: that's the thing. We, that's mm. the thing about a draft Kelsey. Okay. okay. Some people miss out. Can not some people miss out? Yes. Matthew. Mike Trout was drafted 23rd or 24th. Thank you. 25th. 25th. Do you think that 20, I, I think the 23, two teams before that should apologize, but I mean, <laughs> to their fan base at least, but this is different. You know, we made our selection and look, there were some missed opportunities. I'll I'll be honest Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah. But that's on us. Yes, sir. We'll do this thing again next year and we'll see, uh, we'll see how it shakes up.
0: Sir. Yes, sir.
2: The Carolina disco turkeys. Mm, Oh my God. Big miss,
0: big miss. Especially we just got done with Thanksgiving. Yeah. That was tough.
1: In my defense, we don't do Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. in Australia so
2: turkey wasn't on my mind okay. you two are to blame for that one got it well maybe we'll run it back again in a year and see if we can improve
0: well, there was a lot of teams interacting with us on social media and that was really fun yes. but i feel like most of it was negative <laughs> like most of the people <laughs> most of the people interacting with us were mad at us <laughs> you
2: guys
1: are, yeah which is fun
0: um, but we love you uh again our, our motto here at farm to fame is Baseball might be locking you out, but we're not locking you out of our love. And that goes yeah. for all minor league teams.
1: And that's a long thing to put on a T-shirt. But if you're willing to put it on a T-shirt, everybody go ahead. Yeah. We, I think you can do it. We won't lock you out. You won't lock you out. Of our, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Nice. Couple, a couple of extra and, words in that sentence yeah. and
0: that version of it. But I mean, we could condense. Um,
1: I'm a big wordsmith. I like to extend.
0: Really? Yeah. yeah. Really big wordsmith. Uh, so we love Start name draft. I was actually the, the the response to it in people's rankings was actually we were all pretty even, and I was shocked. Like I thought I was a solid third place, <laughs> but like some people were like, "Oh, you got the best team," and I was like, "Oh, wow, thanks." Where
1: where did that where did that um... Woodsmith, you see? Where did that uh, graph, what am I, what,
2: what,
0: what's, oh, you're having a really rough poll. time with this sentence. The
2: Thank poll. you. The poll. Where did it end up? I believe you guys don't want to know.
1: Oh, you won, did he? Oh, okay. Do Am I a solid third place? You know, Kelsey.
0: Oh, I don't.
2: Oh. So it's, I got 41%, Peter got 30%, Kelsey got 28%.
0: Does that add up to 100? We nope. say this?
2: We're missing 2%. I'll take it. Well, there's dots. 41.4%, 30.5%. Okay. Also, it still doesn't add up, but doesn't... we don't
0: have to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not a math company.
2: It's 28.2, 41.4, 30.5, which doesn't add up to a zero, but we'll let that be.
0: Okay. That's
2: a Twitter problem. Yeah, that's right.
0: not my chair not my problem that's what i say will you just look at it anybody got any of those references nope not my chair not my problem okay buck show walter i'm very curious just to like hear hired by the mets uh yes he has obviously an extremely impressive career he won al the manager three different times it's been with the Yankees, Diamondbacks, Rangers, Orioles. When you think of him, do, is Peter in your mind, do you think of him like with the Orioles?
1: Yankees and Orioles. Yankees first time, Orioles the second time.
0: Like what, t- tell me like your thoughts of him as a player who's probably played against his teams.
1: So when I would look across and see Buck Showalter, I would see him as like a more of a, a drill sergeant type guy, but everyone that I've ever spoken to that's ever played for him, loves him and I think it's probably it might have been the best hire that they could have gone out and get to take control of wow. what is I honestly do think that because he's going to bring he's going to bring a you know people think that he's anti-analytics but he's not from everything that I've read he accepts it he loves the information and he uses it but he's got a way that he goes about things and and I honestly think that that presence in the clubhouse will 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 earn respect instantly the minute he walks in there. Yeah, and I think I think it's a great high I Honestly, do I think it, it, it's a game changer for them?
0: Well, and it came out that Max Scherzer, I guess, probably went to Cohen or whoever in the organization and, and made it clear that he Buck Showalter was his um, really? number one choice to be there. Manny Machado came out um, and just praised uh, praised Showalter and and the impact that he had on his career.
1: So, And that's a guy that had some issues early in his career.
0: Yeah. Man, has he, do you just like not hear his name? He was like everywhere for a while, stepping on people and all that. And now he's kind of like- Throwing
1: bats and yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, Machado came out and talked about it. So I don't know. What, what were you saying about the contract? Three years, richest in-
1: I just asked the question. We don't know what the money is yet. And then I just, I started to question how much- MLB managers make and I, I don't I tried to guess what it could be and I thought mm. five million a year would be a good thing but then I realized that not many managers make more than a million well Maddie you said not many managers make who is the highest paid manager in MLB that's a great question I have it up. Let, let me guess first Kelsey okay. who do you think it is Ugh, did you just look it up no okay okay don't look at the, okay I
0: feel like I like gotta run through like every team um I mean I feel like show walter will be because steve cohen doesn't believe in like money like it just
1: <laughs> he doesn't use money true. as a thing no
0: yeah like he measures money differently than like the rest of handfuls. us. handfuls i think he just throws it in yeah handfuls. like a one dollar bill is a handful just like of, of a mixture of different bills for him right. um so he's just kind of like an alien but um uh maybe dave roberts
1: that's what I was thinking. Or Terry Francona.
0: Ah,
2: yes. Yep. Ter- Terry Francona's first. He made four point two million in twenty twenty one, and then Joe Madden made four million. Joe Those Joe are Madden. the only two guys above four million. So does does Buck Showalter get three years and five? So yeah. the current report is that. Um, show Walter is three years and is going to make more than the previous Mets record of 9.8 million total. So he would have to get at least 3.3 million or more in the each for each year. And that would make him at least the fourth highest paid behind Girardi, Madden, Francona.
0: Could you imagine being related to Steve Cohen and like what Christmas is like? I wonder if his love language is gift giving. He probably
2: he probably doesn't Dude. buy
1: presents.
0: Like just gives you car keys.
1: Yeah. Without the car though. That's that would be him.
0: Oh. Um the Machado tweet, did you see it Peter? I mean no. not tweet, it was a quote from him. No. He essentially said that he would play for Showalter again. It's interesting because he has an opt out coming out I think in 2023.
1: There's no after 2023? Uh, after 2023? Unless he has a great 2022 and 2023. Man,
0: an early opt-out in his contract. For a 10-year contract, you can, like, get out in the middle? Is that common?
1: I think that's what A-Rod did, mm-hmm. right? Or did he play out his full 10?
0: I had a lot of questions about steroids, but I don't want to get into that today. Anyway, really, really got a lot of tweets about Arod and Big Poppy. Um, <laughs> in- right. In response to that first TikTok, just have a lot of questions. We don't need to. We don't need to open that door here. Um, we can, but we won't. Um, yeah. So it's definitely
1: an, a door that's going to be open at some point because, especially if, does it look like uh, Barry Bonds is going to make it this year and Clemens is going to make it this year?
0: I want Andrew Jones to make it.
1: He will make it eventually.
0: I mean, for the love of cheese.
2: I do love cheese. I saw a tweet that I said cheese. Based on the, vo- the votes that have come in so far, it would be Bonds, Clemens, and Ortiz making it this year.
0: Okay. Andrew Jones. Yeah. The greatest center fielder of all time. Put Please him leave. in the hall. Put him in the hall.
2: In 15 years, he'll be the second greatest center fielder of all time. But Listen. that's not the point, though. I'm not talking about Mike Trout. I'll I'm save it about. for Drew. Drew Jones. Jones. You're
0: talking about Pete Crow Armstrong. <laughs> no <laughs> one's talking, talking about Pete <laughs> I don't think he's a center fielder. I think. <laughs> who are you talking about? Jones.
1: <laughs> what would you say, <laughs> Drew Jones. In Seattle.
2: What'd you
0: say, Maddie?
2: Drew Jones.
0: What's to come on the podcast? Andrew Jones in the Hall of Fame. Yes. Speaking of Andrew Jones, who is from Curacao.
1: Cassie, yes, he is.
0: Curacao. Keir which I might be going to for my honeymoon. There was a home run derby in the Bahamas. It's my favorite home run derby that ever happens every single year because they're launching balls into the ocean. Like the guy throwing is like, if he takes one step backwards, he's in the ocean.
1: It's really cool. It's phenomenal. It's the coolest event in the off season. And from what I understand, it's, the 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 popularity of baseball has increased since the Jazz Chisholm effect has hit tenfold, and there's there's kids playing baseball down there. I mean, look at this the, the, they have a they have a celebrity softball game, a kids clinic, they do drills from pros, they do everything. Like it's it's a perfect event down there, and the, just the, the the camera angles they get from this home run derby is just sick.
0: A lot of guys went, like jazz chisholm like you said Bo bichette dom smith tristan mckenzie mj melendez richie palacios um i would go
1: yeah yeah how do we get on that invite list i told you my bahamas story right how i used to be able to go down there every spring training
0: mm-hmm. i love that for you <laughs>
1: that was amazing
0: that was amazing um ah, bahamas. Do, did you know who won the home run derby in the bahamas uh-uh. Jazz? mj melendez
1: of course he did because he just continues to that guy's gonna hit 100 home runs one year
0: so he's number four for the royals so he maddie didn't i wrote this somewhere yeah he led all of minors with 41 home runs this season mm-hmm. and then he run won this home run derby where where did he finish the season like could we see him next year
2: yeah he finished in triple a
0: Oh, let's go. Bring him yeah. up. Kansas City, give us Bobby Witt and MJ Melendez.
1: Well, that's the well, this is the this is the next. This is the what are you talking? Come on. What do you
2: got? Well, MJ Melendez is just a catcher, so it's a little difficult in Kansas City to get another catcher up if they have.
1: They got a DH, bro. They got a DH. Oh, they Good do have
0: D H. Who's the catcher?
2: It's Salvador Perez. Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs>
0: didn't he hit 41 this year too? 50 he hit 50
1: yeah he would have should have did he hit 50 i, I look
0: don't think he know hit that. 50 oh we're
1: not allowed to look up can we look up stats oh. i feel
0: like he hit 41 why can't we okay. look up?
1: oh he hit uh 48 <laughs> we're locked out 48 should have hit 50
0: hmm.
1: okay i was close right you guys laughed you all laughed at me yeah <laughs> when i said 50 and you all laughed at me when I said Melendez is going to hit 100 one day, but you, Mark, well, no, that's, okay. that's a joke.
0: MD Melendez, let's go, Royals.
1: Yeah. The Royals are going to be good again.
0: Listen, remember your insight at the beginning of last year and they were like, yeah. don't sleep on this lineup? Like, they can put it together if they're clicking that lineup already. Yeah. And that's without two guys. I mean, is Bobby Witt, like, projected to be, like, a – Three hundred twenty-five guy, or like, where's he projected to be offensively?
1: I don't know what the projections are. All I know is that I played golf with Whit Merrifield, and he told me that he's the best baseball player he's ever seen.
0: Dang, dang! So, Mister Two Hundred hit Whit Merrifield.
1: He's like on another level, Bobby Witt Junior. So I can't. I honestly can't wait to see what he's. I thought we might have seen him in September, but. Mm -hmm. There's no rush. I hope he
0: cracks opening day.
1: I do too. I hope he forces his way onto the team through spring training. And I hope there's a normal spring training. And I hope that he gets to do that. And through six weeks of, of a full spring and 30 games, he hits 400. Do you think they'll make like, the
0: playoffs this year, Royals?
1: I don't know what moves they're going to make. It depends on what moves they make. If if
0: What do they need? What are your top two needs they over all, there?
1: They need pitching. Bad.
0: Starting or bullpen or both? Both.
1: Right, they've gone with a lot of young guys. This, this Danny
0: Duffy's still there.
2: No, he went to the Dodgers. The Royals are the first team. Didn't we say this? The first team to have five guys from one draft. All yeah. Pitch yeah. For them. So they, I do, I agree they need pitching. Yep. But like you said, the young guys, maybe they can Isn't all turn
0: also. Isn't that where is? Yeah. He's with the Royals.
2: Yep. Not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but the AL Rookie of the Year next year. Yeah. Take your pick between Adley Rushman, Julio Rodriguez, Bobby Witt, Spencer Torkelson, Grayson Rodriguez. Yes!
0: (laughs) Love this for us.
1: There's so much talent coming through.
0: Yeah. We need to go to the Home Run Derby in the Bahamas.
1: Lock that in.
0: Like, do they let humans, like, that aren't participating? Is there an audience?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. it's a tough trip for me i'd have to fly from australia but i think i'm gonna make it happen
0: hmm. what about could you pitch to a high school girls
1: yes i could and i will be
0: because that was i cracked out i sent pete the video of Ichiro suzuki pitching to the high school girls baseball team and who's he's 48 not peter Ichiro suzuki and peter's response was what that'll be me tomorrow <laughs> me tomorrow
1: yeah. I'm I'm currently playing catch and long toss on a regular basis and throwing BP. You stay I'm ready. My arms felt pretty good, honestly.
0: Could anybody call you and try to get you to play pitch right now for yes. any team? Yes. Oh, oh.
1: No, the aces really? try the aces try every week to convince me to keep pitching and I won't do it. But I'll go overseas. Yeah.
0: But so would you give do you would you prefer to be managing or playing right now managing oh juicy wow the yeah. plot thickens so you wouldn't so you wouldn't give up your current situation
1: no to play and unless some, unless a big league team says hey we're going to guarantee you a contract i'll say yeah all right i'll get ready i'm ready i'll be ready do you
0: think you could pitch well right now
1: right now no i think i could get i could get right handers out still yeah
0: Wow, that's so exciting. Career 10,
1: 310. (laughs) Ah, she blew it.
0: (laughs) Career. (laughs) We're
1: going to get through this. Ready? That's just the flex on the ring, too, by the way. Yeah.
0: Career 310 ERA, for those of you joining us for the very first time this week.
1: It's only going to go up. I can promise you that. <laughs> it is only going to go up. So I probably should just sit on the sidelines.
0: All right. I was not expecting you to say that you would go pitch for somebody right now. I didn't know you still had that like
1: No, tingle. I don't. But if someone oh. offers me a contract, <laughs> I'm going to take it because I don't have to pitch. I can still just sit on them and watch from the sidelines.
0: Would you still do the podcast? Yes. Mm. even if you blew a say or i don't think would you be pitching and safe? you would be pitching in safe situations i believe in you
1: absolutely not i would not be but <laughs> if i had given i had a bad game it would probably not affect me at all and i'd still do the podcast
0: yeah i feel like you're a rubber band bounce right back baby
1: okay i didn't know where to where to go with that i'm stretchy
0: no like you can like <laughs> rebound quickly. Like you don't care. Well, you care, but it won't affect your life. Uh, it might. Each road through 147 pitches.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're built oh, different. We got
0: some ice. He is built different.
1: Do you know that Um, I've seen, and I don't know how common this is, but you know, I've seen it a lot. Guys would throw a game and then go finish their game in the bullpen and get up to those sorts of pitch levels in high school in Japan. There was, there was, there's been a bit of controversy Dang. about the amount of pictures that kids throw over there, but I mean, they just keep throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing and throwing.
0: What do you think Ichiro talked out at? Is it, do you know? Mm-hmm. 86. <sighs> 84. I really <sighs> hoped you were going to say lower than what he did. So yeah, it would sound impressive.
1: I love that you have the notes and I don't. I'm looking at him, but I'm going a slide (laughs) after so that I don't know the information. (laughs) So it's like...
0: Okay, Alan Winans.
1: There they are again, guys.
0: We've talked about the Rule 5 draft a good bit, but the Braves fans are going to like hearing about this guy. So we're going to talk about it one more time. But on December 8th, the Braves selected. He came from the Mets. He's a relief pitcher. His name's Alan Winans. Um, He was taken 42nd overall in the minor league Rule 5 draft. He was, this, he was the guy, Pete, who had the 172 ERA out yeah. uh, of the bullpen in like double A, I think.
1: Yeah. Low walks, low strikeouts.
0: Sam Dystra, um, who we talk about a lot. We talk about his articles a lot. He awarded Alan Winans with the Mets best reliever for the 2021 MILB season. Yeah. Am I saying that right?
2: You are. Yeah. he uh, He makes for each team, he's making like an organizational all-star. So he'll name the best catcher in every organization and best first base like a
0: projection
2: no for the okay. last season 2021 okay and oh, so okay Alan Winans was named the Mets best organizational reliever amongst how many ever relievers they have across all four levels he was named their best reliever is that the Mets undervaluing him or is that the reason I put the slide in here I don't want to beat a dead horse with the rule five draft, but I just thought it was interesting that Sam Dykstra's article has now come out. And the guy, you know, Sam Dykstra knows a ton about the Niners. He named them the best reliever in the Met system. You're telling me there wasn't space for that guy on the 40 man roster. Right. I just, I'm posing the question, I guess, to you guys really as to what are we looking at is it a Mets miss is it that's what I'm asking is it just he had a really good season and they know more about it than us right right so yeah it's
1: it's interesting and it's yeah what will happen with the MLB Rule 5 draft they'll have to just rush it in before next season or there just isn't one this year
0: they're gonna have to rush it in Okay, I thought I saw a tweet that said that the talks in um, the lockout were moving quicker than people expected. Is that real news? Do, has, has there been anything that's come out about?
1: It's like the, the least talked about thing in
2: the world. You can't get anything. Yeah. Extremely little talk about. However, John Boy Media's Joe's McFly said he heard that it's going to be done in January. So. Mm-hmm do with that we what you will
0: freaking love joe's can i ask life. a
2: question where did joe's get that information from i'd like to know it's a secret he won't tell anybody
0: interesting you can
2: ask him if you want he won't tell you we everybody in the office asked him who told you that and he said I even jimmy yeah i'm gonna ask him right
0: now <laughs> um while you're asking him pete
1: yeah
0: i i John Boy did a. Um, I don't know why I call him John Boy. Like when I'm talking about him, Jimmy did a breakdown on cricket. I didn't realize uh-huh. that cricket was like baseball. Like it's a baseball game. You're at a baseball field. The ball's in the air. Like you're hitting home runs just with like a paddle. I thought this was like Hogwarts. I thought this was like um, Quidd- Quidditch. 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I don't know whether to be offended or <laughs> or shocked.
0: That was when you're like hitting the ball through the wickets. You said it's
1: like, that's croquet.
0: Oh, very similar words.
1: Very similar. Cricket, very similar.
0: croquet. Can you see how I could get those confused? I could
1: definitely see how you get those. But then you said it's just like baseball.
0: It, it looks like it's a baseball field.
1: It's a round field. It's a circle. And you're in the middle.
0: Yeah, but you're still hitting like home runs.
1: Yeah, but they're, yeah you are. What do they defense. call home
0: runs? Is there a, a bat? There...
1: They call it a six and they put two hands in the air.
0: Is there one batter at a time? There and is... somebody's pitching to him and there's outfielders?
1: There is. <laughs> <sighs> there is a lot of people around the ground and you can put the fielders wherever you want and the bowler will run in from one end of the field and then another bowler will run in from the other end of the field so if there's wind you go with like a spin bowler bowler against the wind a bowler is a guy that a pitcher
0: in our world the
1: bowler is a pitcher
0: (laughs) the bowler
1: I'm trying to, I'm trying to enunciate all my R's so you guys understand what I'm saying. Mandy was telling me that I've got way more Australian since I've been here. And I'm like, and now
0: you're surrounded by people who talk like that again.
1: And now Leilani is trying to talk Australian and it's like, (laughs) it's a hybrid accent. She's got going right now. It's like, it's amazing. I love that. Cricket. Can
0: you have her call me? I want to hear it.
1: She'll she'll be down here in a minute. As soon as she hears me talking, she'll come down.
0: You've been um, talking for a while. Well, <laughs> she hasn't. She, hasn't hey, she hasn't up.
1: woken up yet. No, it's a. It's actually nine o'clock. She'll be up in a minute.
0: Oh, I forget that we're all in three different time zones now. What were we talking about? Oh, I was talking about cricket.
1: Yeah. So, so there's a
0: bowler who's the same as a pitcher.
1: Definitely not. Definitely don't do it with that action. It's he bowls from up here, <laughs> and he has to come over this way with his. Can you attach some video, please, Maddie, so I don't <laughs> look so. Just cut that out. Right? Just okay. The whole thing. And
0: then there's a. And then there's a. What do they call the batter?
1: The batter the batsman he's the
0: batter is there a catcher
1: there is a wicket keeper
0: okay this is baseball
1: this is not baseball wicket keeper it bounces off the pitch it doesn't go full on the full it's not a
0: i want to watch a cricket game can we do that when i'm there's one
1: every night i'm I'm over here you should be able to you definitely need to watch cricket
0: i just want to hear the announcers (laughs) Richard bahamas home run derby
1: we're that coming into to
0: Australia. The, we're going to like
1: the Aces will be on next year. So you have to do that as well. You have to cover the cricket and the baseball while you're down here.
0: It's <laughs> bring the it. whole company down. I think we're a cricket pod now.
1: I think we should definitely come down here because it's summer down here. That cat mm-hmm. is right behind that cat sitting right on <laughs> <under> your shoulder. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> when did pounce. she get up there? I don't know. She's gonna pounce though. Is she a pouncer? No,
0: she's a lover.
1: Yeah. Cricket is is. It's the popularity of cricket. I feel like as kind of like F one. It's it's if once it hits the American market, if John Boy can get cricket in the American market, <laughs> I he mean, can. It's it's, a, it's over, and I'm I know he can.
0: I mean, the game day experience seemed very similar to a baseball game. Going to a the, baseball game.
1: The 2020 version of it is yeah, it's condensed. As I said, the last pod, there's three different types of games you can play, and the one day games are great, but there's also a five day form of the game which doesn't. It's not the game day experience you're looking for. You go there to sit, you read a magazine, you have a couple of beers, you read a newspaper, you see some action. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, okay. And then you go back down. It's like an escape from your wife, I guess. For It's most like men. golf,
0: watching golf.
1: Excuse me? <laughs> That's
0: how I feel about watching golf. Oh my goodness. So did you grow up a cricket? Like, were you a cricket fan growing up or a baseball fan growing Sport up? Sport fan. Who did you watch on the baseball world growing up?
1: I watched uh, a lot of the This Week in Baseball VHS tapes on rerun. The first thing that I remember being really being able to follow was the Maguire home run thing. Maguire uh, so home run chase was the first thing that I really remember. Yeah. like I think eBay was a thing then maybe. I don't know. It was like probably not, but... I bought a, no, I bought a 10 years later, I bought a, a newspaper article from that day off of eBay. So that's how much it meant to me being able to follow that. Wow. Yeah. 10 or 15 years later.
0: That's sneaky. I used to go
1: on eBay and when I was, when I w- had my first chance over here and came back for the seven years that I wasn't living in America, I missed America and I would go on eBay and I'd try and like buy like college t-shirts and, and stuff like that
0: no he missed yeah, america i did should we sing the national anthem
1: probably not you can i'll watch
0: i sing the national anthem usually once a night usually around seven thirty. casey hates it i don't know why i think it's just so ingrained in my head except i actually think i sing god bless america i switch off i don't know all right so this week also pete yes. the prospect rankings came out for this next <sighs> year and we're going to break down those for you in the article, but first we want to ask you guys, um, again, we've talked about it a few weeks, but there's the, the audience survey that's in our bio and basically, I'm not even reading off the ad read, but basically John Boy, they started this company and it was what it was and it has grown so much, but you guys fell in love with it and have been so loyal and, and just so good, Jimmy and Jake and, the company's just exploded and they want to make sure that as it explodes, that they're still giving you guys like what you originally came here for. And, um, they're doing a survey that would really help us internally. And it's anonymous. And what, if you complete the survey, you get 20% off coupon to the John boy media store. It's, and it takes you like minutes, like five minutes. So it's not anything that's going to take you a long time, but if you enjoy like any of the John boy media stuff, if you're, if you, enjoy this podcast the just it'll be in our description the link if you can just go there click it um less than five minutes you'll get a discount code and we it'll help you like tell us what you like what you don't like what you want to see more of what you want to see less of so thank you in advance for doing it thank you so much okay so we're gonna go through the top 10 guys but there are a few guys that we did want to hit on that were outside of the top 10 that you can find these rankings on like MILBs um, on their page because they released these Um, but there was Jason Jones who's somebody outside of the top 10 he was ranked 65 he's a high school shortstop third baseman out of Texas I feel like there's so many um (laughs) texas high school shortstops that are really freaking good Just
1: texas high school baseball players.
0: yeah um well he was ranked number five in perfect perfect game high school the 2022 class so he was ranked number five so he was 65 wow that's pretty low um judd fabian was ranked 45th he's an outfielder from the university of florida Um, sorry no say it
1: they're just, I'm not talking about this guy. I'm just read the the next name, and I just read a little bit through this. Sorry, keep going. I just that makes me so it makes me sick. Go ahead.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Judd Fabian was taken 40th overall by the Red Sox this year, so like just at the start of the second round. And maddie has he's known as a good righty hitter while projecting as a long term center fielder mm. on the scouting report. Matty Mass. Okay, and then the guy who Peter is sick about is Kumar Rocker, who is ranked 31. We all know his story. I, I still, like, don't. And the fact that it's been so quiet about him since. <sighs> um, but if, if you don't know the story, he was drafted 10th overall by the Mets this year, and then apparently had some, like, health issues or something with his physical, and the Mets decided not to sign him um or didn't offer him what he expected they did they gave him an offer right it was just like really low-balled or did they not give him an offer at all
1: it was a low low offer
0: um so he didn't sign but this was the guy he and jack Leiter led the vandy pitching staff this last year the two best pitchers in college baseball arguably shout out to kevin cops though um but he hasn't played now since since vandy season um Mm. so and he's a scott boris guy isn't he
1: he, that's and that's what i'm waiting to see what sort of what boris can do i mean if there's anybody that can find a way through this it's him
0: is it hard to get scott boris to be your agent
1: if you're kumar Rocker, no. if you're peter moylan maybe hmm. he's not going to see the value in representing someone like me i don't think
0: yeah okay do you guys want to start with the list of the top 10 we'll start at 10 and go down run through them quickly
1: Yes. Do you want to read one too, Maddie? Yes. I can read
2: them. No, no, not all of them. No, no, no.
0: We'll switch off. Maddie, you start.
2: Yeah, I'm in the mix. I'm in the mix. You're in the mix. Yes. You start. I'll start.
0: Peter will start.
2: Yes.
1: You guys ready for this? Top 10. Gavin Cross, Virginia Tech lefty. He's an outfielder. Didn't do a lot in high school, but is impressed, obviously, Hit 369 in a shortened 2020 season and with a 1.035 OPS in the 2021 season. Solid hitter that can hit all parts of the field, but has a lower walk rate than most. Should be the Hokies' best hitter in 2022.
0: Hokies. Hokie yeah. Dolkies. That's a good name. Yeah. Dylan Lesko. Let's go. Number nine. Let's Let's go. go. Let's go. Number nine. High school ready pitcher out of Georgia. Shout out. Mm -hmm. Um, He's committed to Vanderbilt. Can somebody look up where he went to high school just so I, yep. Um, He was the first junior to ever be named Gatorade's high school baseball pitcher of the year in the 2021 season. He went 11 and 0 with a 0.35 ERA, Mm. 112 strikeouts and 60 innings pitched. I, I need, I, when you say the school that he goes to, is it Buford?
2: He went to Buford.
0: Buford is legit. Um, Yeah. They're so good. Um, So he was known as the best changeup in the whole draft. He's known as the best changeup in the whole draft. He's sitting 92, 95 in high school, talking out 97 on fastball. Um, And that's obviously all expected to increase too. Um, And, and this guy, Buford's a powerhouse in Georgia. So this is a guy who's been on everybody's radars for years. Um, so he is, he's constantly been in the top five of this draft class. So Dylan, Lesko, Number nine, ace potential.
2: Next up, which unfortunately I've drawn the toughest name here. Chase wow. de, la, de La Terre. Our Chase plan worked. De, de La tour. <laughs> He's a lefty yeah. outfielder <laughs> out of JMU. Um, this guy is one of the strongest players in the draft. If you look at a picture of him, he has like a huge frame. He has great power and a good arm in the field. Now, the only problem that I had seen when researching was there's some scouting reports that say there's different ways that he can improve his swing. He's not taking the most efficient swing all of the time. However, despite that, he did lead the Cape Cod League and homers last season so if an MLB team can draft him, fix those kinks, I feel like the, the sky's the limit on, on how much power he can really unload. Nice. Uh,
0: before we move on, I'm going to yes. call our resident draft expert and get his scouting report on Dylan Lesko.
1: Okay. He
0: knows more about. Georgia high school baseball, then. And if my fiance doesn't answer my phone call live on air, Maddie, you have to keep this clip in because he listens <laughs> to all the episodes and I want him to feel bad.
1: She <laughs> called, call, but if he just leave me a
0: message, I'll try to. Tough. Wow. Tough. No scouting report on Dylan Lesko. I'm so sorry. Number
1: seven. <laughs> Number seven is Brock Jones. And Maddie, Who? I don't know if you looked at the photo that you put on. My but you want to talk about arms? You mm, want to talk jacked. about athletes? This guy is yoked. Yeah, I mean, he's, yes. he's busting out of his college uniform right now. So anyway, lefty outfitter out of Stanford. Stanford, smart guy, just like uh just the Trev. Oh. Just like Trev. Trev's Stanford Trev. guy, big yeah. Stanford guy. Uh mm-hmm. says it. He was obviously committed to both football and baseball. He once you see his frame, I you'll understand so. why. <laughs> Uh, intriguing power speed combo 18 homers and 14 stolen bases in 2021 bit of a gardener arm from what i understand and also a risk that he couldn't end up platooning like a bit of a, a jock peterson style guy but
0: yeah, Peterson, jace young um is he related to josh yep oh his name might sound familiar because brother Josh Young is Rangers' number two prospect after being picked eighth overall in the 2019 draft. That's a guy that we've talked about a lot. We took him in our all prospect draft. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Wow, love that for his family. What an exciting time! Um, so he's a he hits lefty. He's a second baseman out of Texas Tech. Shout out to Texas, um, who was nominated for NCAA National Player of the Year in 2021. He lost out to our guy, who is also from texas sugarland texas kevin cops my hometown shout out (laughs) um and (laughs) (laughs) um josh hit 19 home runs in his first full season in 2021 he spent half of the season in triple a and jace we're talking about who's number six on 2022's list has a higher power grade than his brother. And he's just like a complete hitter at the plate. Like very, very good at the plate. Excellent power, more walks than K's um, in each of his first two college seasons. He hits from pole to pole. Um, His defense is the only place where they probably are going to want to do. I mean, obviously there's always room to improve, but defensively is where he needs to improve the most. So buckle up, folks.
2: Buckle up. Buckle up. Next up, number five is Brooks Lee. He is a switch hitting shortstop that went to Cal Poly. Now he was a highly touted high school prospect before committing to Cal Poly. However, um, his dad coaches at Cal Poly, so that's why he went there. Now he did miss uh, the twenty twenty one or the twenty twenty season with injury, but after returning. In 2021, he was named uh, the conference player of the year, posting 3.42 average and a 1.0 OPS. Um, he's somebody that is known for really good plate discipline, which is he put on full display last summer in Cape Cod. There was one 21-game stretch where he hit 4.05 and included six homers. So not somebody that's really super known for power, still hitting six homers in 21 games. Mm. It was something like 84 at bats. He hit 405, which is crazy. Now he does play shortstop in college, but he's somebody that will most likely move away from the shortstop position. Uh, Scouts are saying more likely third base than second, but just something to keep in mind going into the draft. Fun fact i actually played at cal poly
1: with okay. an under 15 under 19 australian team oh uh, my mate has actually a photo so i'm gonna have him send it to me um my guy sorry jacob berry this guy looks like a stud by the way he just looks like a baseball player clean cut he's a switch hitting third baseman out of lsu Cals. hey jacob oh, berry what a name uh he had transferred from arizona National Freshman of the Year in 2021, after hitting 352 with a 1.115 OPS and leading the conference in extra base hits, total bases, and RBIs. He's a he can, equal hitter from both sides of the plate, very disciplined, but shows power and average. He's been comped to Andrew Vaughan. Only played nine games at third base and then most of the games at DH. So he's probably going to have a position change, but he's a real candidate for number one pick.
0: Casey's calling me back. Do I answer?
1: Do you wanna do you wanna flex on him a little bit?
0: You didn't answer i'm sorry did you need me yes
1: Uh, you should be there all the time when she needs you
0: (laughs) peter said you should be there all the time when she needs you we were calling for you to give us a quick scouting report on dylan lesko because we're recording the podcast you're on the podcast right now
2: oh let's go um yeah dylan lesko is incredibly polished um to be a high school righty um He lives mid to upper 90s with ease. Um, He's got a pretty good frame. He could probably add um, a few more pounds, but great change up. Solid breaking ball, but the velocity to be 95, 97, touching a couple 99s as a high school junior. Lord only knows what he'll
0: do this year. Uh, Super impressive. Thank you so much for your service.
1: Thank you very much for your service to your country (laughs) and our podcast.
0: He said, thank you so much for your service to our country and our podcast. Leilani, Australian accent. Yes? Yes. Hey, baby. Yes.
1: Can you you talk to them in Australian?
0: Leilani. Like, what do you want me to say?
1: You tell them. Hold on.
0: Leilani. Hey. (laughs) How are you? Good. Your dad said that you're picking up a really good Australian accent since you've been over there. I wanted to hear it.
2: Oh, what do you want me to say?
0: Um, tell me about what you're going to do today. I don't know.
1: Dad, can you take me to the park?
0: is going to take me to the park. Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do y'all do on Christmas? Do you have any family traditions on Christmas?
2: We open crackers. Mm. and open presents
1: and we mm. sang and danced yeah you danced on the kitchen bench
2: yeah we did on the kitchen bench last night <laughs> <laughs> we had
0: like a party last Ooh, night. oh tell me about this That'd party cool. oh connor's um montana's
2: boyfriend montana's boyfriend Connor's parents invited us and like we had like a Christmas party and we opened crackers and I did my feet
0: in the pool and it was awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. That's so fun. Thank you for letting us start to hear your, your accent. You're doing a great job. Thank you. (laughs) Bye.
1: I'm going to go get breakfast, okay? Okay. All right.
0: Love you. you. She's so sweet.
1: You said no Australian words. You just said, yeah. Yeah.
0: No, we didn't get any of the extra hybrids. Just,
1: just a conversation.
0: Okay. Well, the point that I was trying to make was that Pulmonary, LSU's longtime head coach, amazing head coach, retired. They hired Jay Johnson, who was at Arizona State University or Arizona, not Arizona State, Arizona, which is where Jacob Berry came from. So he brought over a lot of his star players to LSU a lot of those guys mm. transferred to be with him and then he was like flipping recruits like he came in hot um which was I mean it's hard to imagine that baseball program without pulmonary at the helm but this guy came in and impressed quick but yeah. so that was I didn't realize that okay so when you said that he transferred in from Arizona that made sense um we're t- in the top three yeah, we're in I the mean. top three and I'm gonna kick us off top three prospects of the 2022 draft class number three that's a two three is elijah green who if i would have read ahead i also would have asked casey Lynch about because they played them because he went he's at img academy which is that crazy powerhouse athletic school in florida um and He's committed to Miami. He's perfect games. Number two, ranked high schooler. He has elite speed on the bases and outfield. They're projecting him to be a center fielder. Um, He has an above average arm. He's a five tool player. He can hit the ball to all fields and over the fence in all parts of the ballpark. So he'd be really good at cricket. He He entered last season as the top prospect in the 2022 class and the favorite to be first overall in 2022. So he actually dropped two spots from last year to this year.
2: Yeah, he's kind of been like the consensus. He's going to go first overall for the past few years, I think. And he's ranked number three, but that doesn't mean that he can't still be taken first overall uh, in this upcoming draft. I think that there's going to, I think there's no misses in the first five picks, honestly. No. No, there's definitely not. And one of those non-misses is number two, Mark mm. Johnson.
0: What a transition.
2: This, <laughs> this guy is like the epitome, is that the word? Of a it- epitome. <laughs> he is the epitome of a sound hitter. Um, he's a lefty shortstop out of uh, Georgia High School. Let me check what high school it was. A few moments later, he went to Mays High School, which
0: never heard of her
2: there with but he is known as the best hitter in the upcoming 2022 draft and the report that i read said that he could be the best pure high school prep hitter that has been drafted in decades so take that with what you will uh some of the scouts are giving him an 80 grade bat which when you look at scouting reports you virtually never see an 80 in any category um so if any of the teams at the top of the board need a solid hitter, this is the guy. He has a very quick, effortless swing that is he's able to use whether it's a fastball, it's a breaking pitch. Every swing that he makes, he makes good contact regardless of the pitch. Now, again, kind of like the the players I've spoken about before, he currently plays shortstop, but he's kind of projected to move over to second base where he would have even better fielding numbers. Now, the last thing that I've seen... I can't believe this. He's predicted to have Wade Boggs' plate discipline and Vladdy Sr. bat-to-ball ability while being able to hit 30 homers a season in the MLB. Come on now. You're basically just taking the best aspects of different hitters and pushing them all into one guy. And he can play a pretty good D. And plays good defense, so insane.
0: Peter was really into that.
1: Uh, because I just, I just. This is the first time that I've read pre-draft scouting reports, and are they all this? Like, are they all trying to sell their guys like this? Who writes these?
2: Are they written written by the parents? <laughs> <laughs> all of these are on MLB.com, so I right. hope that they're not super biased. Yeah, I will say, having read. A good number of them before writing stuff into this powerpoint the number one and two draft picks here reading those they're a lot better than everybody else okay. Tamar johnson and you're going to talk about our number one guy i am number one guy the wording in their reports is like whoa like we're using big adjectives here to describe yeah. this big words I don't know what that is, but I I assume it's good.
1: Um, Drew Jones.
0: Wow. There was no, like, suspense going into that. Number one.
1: (laughs) Number one. Sorry, do you want to do a drum roll? Yeah. Number one, Drew Jones. (laughs) Current Mm. and future friend of the pod. Mm.
0: Uh,
1: You may have heard of his friend or his dad. Mm. His friend you may have heard of also his dad his even who <laughs> can't yeah they're friends you can tell they hang out they eat sushi together it's it's yeah, quite it's quite cute yeah um his dad was the greatest center fielder that i've ever seen and most people have ever seen so you'd think that he's going to be a pretty good baseball product but from what He's been just slowly creeping his way up the list. He, I think the, the first time yeah. I saw his name mentioned, he was in the teens or the 20s. Or, and just as he keeps playing and playing and playing, he just keeps moving away. High school, right. He's already committed to Vanderbilt, obviously out of Georgia. Perfect games, number four high school in the class. Best fielder in the draft, obviously. Shows Duh. ability to drive the ball to the gaps, but swings could use a little help. And he's shown willingness to make necessary changes. So he's a good listener, clearly. Good coachable kid. When your dad's Andrew Jones, you're going to figure it out. That's just, I mean, it's just simple as that. And the fact that he's got some Put him he's in got the swag hole. to, he's, he's swaggy already, elite, elite speed, defense is above average, and scouts say he's going to be just as
2: like his dad in center field. So, I mean, how much more of a rap can you give a kid? Amen. Not only that, he, they're projecting him to be like his dad in center field, which is the best center fielder of all time. Yeah. The scouts also say if you don't want to play him in center, you could play him at shortstop. He'll still be a great fielder at short. So, take what you Dang. prefer. Yeah,
0: we need to go watch him at Lake Point whenever they. I mean, baseball season starts and literally like that. They have tryouts in the in a month. Um, I've because I'm at Lake Point all the time because Alatuna plays most of their early games there. So we should ask Drew. Duh, we should ask Drew whenever. Andrew has a game up there. Maybe there's one at the same time as Alatuna. Cause I mean, seriously, Pete, like it's not, it's not a convenient drive for you, but like if you pick the right day at Lake Point, like you can see a lot of these, when IMGs there, like you can see a lot of these top prospects play in one day. And it's a really nice facility out there. But like, maybe there's like a big tournament or something that's coming up and I can ask Casey to tell us, but you'd be able to watch a lot of these guys play in person really really quick i don't even know how i got on that tangent but we said at the top of the show that there was like a ton of signings this year it was actually a, i mean this week there was it was a busy news week because i didn't realize this but players even though we're in a lockout players can still sign minor league deals with teams mm-hmm.
1: teams would prefer that what teams would prefer everybody sign minor league deals oh yeah
0: <laughs> so we'll run through these quickly, but Matt Vogel signed with the Orioles. He was a raised 25th rounder in 2016. He pitched to a 403 ERA um, across three Indy League seasons. Ender Inciarte, who Peter and I are obviously extremely familiar with, signed with Maddie's Yankees. Ender Inciarte, like when I think of Ender, I think of his 200 hit season. I think of his glove in center field, and I know that that has not been what we have seen from Ender in the past, what, three years. But man, in 16 and 17, he was like one of the best leadoff hitters in baseball. And he was really good out in center field. So yep. I know I know that that hasn't been the product that we've seen recently and people have their opinions. But like just a few years ago, you would want him in center field for your team and you would want him leading off for your team. Um, so I hope that maybe he, what he was released by the Braves, at the end of the year, or DFA'd, or...
1: I'm not sure. Do you remember? Two years ago, or last year?
0: I think it was this year. Was it? Oh, I think I wrote it somewhere. Oh, no, I didn't. Um. So, anyway, uh, Best to Ender, and Jimmy Cordero signed with the Yankees as a right-handed pitcher. He was formerly with the White Sox, Phillies, and the Blue Jays. There were also some international signings, Pete, which I would love to pick your brain about, oh. just like the MPB and the KBO, and like, well, which... Which league is considered superior out of those two?
1: They both tell you that they're both superior.
0: What's an outsider's opinion?
1: I think, well, the Wow, are they actually
0: pretty equal?
1: Yeah, I think so. The Japanese national team uh, beats, it's like a rivalry. It's a big rivalry. The Japanese and the Korean national teams playing off. So it's, it's, um, I think that it's probably a little bit stronger in Japan. Okay. Yeah. But it's certainly not a downgrade in Korea.
0: Yeah. Do they both pay about the same?
1: No, I think you get more money in Japan. Okay. I think there's a limit to what they can pay an international guy in Korea. Yeah. Japan. I mean, I think Adam Jones got eight million dollars. So. Man. It's a lot. Yeah. It's and the, I, I'm, as I said last week, I think there's going to be more guys that are going to look at that, especially those guys that are maybe just trying to get one more one more payday before before they finish their career. Just shoot over there and see what they can do. Yeah. I, I, I wish I had it gone over there.
0: And Matt and Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, he was with the whites. Oh, no, he was with the Mariners and the Red Sox in 2021. He had a 521 ERA. He signed with the Yo-Mir- Yomiuri Giants in the MPB, which is the Japanese league. And then some signings in the KBO. Tyler signed with the Kiwoom Heroes. Um, also, The Kiboom Heroes on December 8th signed Yasiel Puig. And I kind of got into the salary structure there because it was saying how Puig got the one-year max salary for a first-year foreign player. And I was like, well, what's the max salary? What does that mean? So essentially, whenever a player is signing with a team, like he's a new player for a team and he's foreign, all they can be offered is a one-year, $1 million contract. And then after that, the player can sign an extension in that season and make more money um but if he's a first year foreign player he can only make 1 million dollars for a fun one year contract and then like i said once they've joined that organization they can have multi year agreements um whether it's an extension whether it says players looking to join another kbo team via free agency though will still face the new restrictions so i guess anytime you're entering a new organization in the kbo they can only sign you to year 1 million and if you stay with that team that's when you can see more money um, and mm. each club can only have three foreign players a team. So there's 10 organizations, which means in the whole KBO, there's only 30 foreign baseball players at maximum. Mm. Um, so I thought that was interesting. But yeah, the the Kiwoom Heroes signed both Tyler Epler. They signed Yassiel Puig. Um, and then...
1: Rx Buffaloes with Jesse Vettel. Yes,
0: yeah. Um,
1: Former Braves teammate Jesse Bill has gone to the Oryx Buffaloes, which is where Adam Jones was playing.
0: Tell tell me about how you feel about that.
1: I think it's I think it's gonna be good for him. I think he's gonna go over there and he's gonna, going, to, they're just going to, they've got different philosophies about pitching and they've got different ways to get guys comfortable. A lot of guys go over there and, and Jesse had so much success when he first came up mm-hmm. and then just kind of lost, lost his way a little bit. But I think going over there and, and they're so routine-based, he's such a hard worker too.
0: He's a good guy, Jesse. Great guy, great guy. How would what's your scouting report on him? Like, how would you explain him to somebody who's never seen him pitch? Because I feel like a lot of non braves fans might not know who he is. Yeah, he
1: just two pitch guy. He was he was well, he's trying to work on third pitch, I'm sure, but he was based fastball, breaking ball. But he would velo from 94 to 96, 97, and he just dominated guys with a harder curveball, harder breaking ball that. Once you've got control of it, once you've got a good feel for it, it's it's like two different pitches, it's just one then then one bounce down. It's like that guy. It's like the Tyler Anderson, mm-hmm. top of the zone, boom, top of the zone, boom, that, that type of guy.
0: Okay. The only other signing that I wanted to talk about that's potentially happening in Japan, which um, I guess I should have had this up in the MPB file, but... There were reports that Gregory Gregory Polanco was signing with the Yomanuri Giants. I haven't seen anything official about that. He was released by the Pirates last August. He joined the Blue Jays on a minor league deal. But this is a guy who was a former top prospect. I think he was 13th overall in, at one point, and he just never lived up to his potential for the Pirates.
1: You've seen glimpses of it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he, he had two pretty good seasons. I think it was 16 and 18, where he had about 25 homers and hit like between 250 and 260 with 80 RBI, like respectable seasons where you're like, that'll that'll get you a roster spot somewhere. Um, but yeah. it was only two years that he did that. And I think last year was one of his one of his worst years in 2021, because he had a contract, he had an option in his contract for the 2022 season that wasn't picked up and they couldn't trade him. Oh. Um, he hit 208. Yeah. So um he's apparently signed over in Japan, although there's nothing different. Um, nothing official
1: that would be big if you guys over there he, he'll hit 40 homers in his first year over there
0: good I think. um okay was there anything else Pete that like that we should know like I know nothing about the KBO and the MPV. is there anything else that like
1: um they used to have a fifth inning stretch where everybody could smoke cigarettes
0: mm. speaking of cigarettes you got Aussie lingo for us today
1: cigarettes <laughs> Why, yes, I do.
0: <laughs> what is that, a paintbrush?
1: It is a paintbrush. Mandy just, just paints everywhere she goes. We just have paintbrushes mm-hmm. everywhere. And paint pens and detail brushes. And uh, real teeny detail brush. Look at that.
0: Oh, that's a tiny brush. Cactus. Um, cactus. Um... I don't, man, I don't know because it's a plant in America. So, like, I just don't really know how else you spend that. I don't know. A hotel.
2: Oh, that's so random. Go, Maddie. I'm going, uh, you'd call somebody when they're being a pain in the butt.
0: Mm. Stop that's being a, a cactus,
2: mate. <laughs> that's a great.
0: <laughs> I like my answer better.
2: Uh, you got to say it in an
1: Australian accent. Hotel. No, you, <laughs> no, so I'm just heading down to the cactus to get, grab a good night's sleep. <laughs> no, it actually means if somebody is tired, absolutely exhausted, they're cactus because a cactus, it looks like a dead plant as far as we're concerned. So you're I tired. You're dead tired.
0: I love that. Yeah. Man, yes.
1: cactus. I am absolutely cactus today.
0: And it's always cactus. Like it's never I'm past tense. It's always (laughs) present. I really like putting eyes on the end of words. Wow. I loved that Aussie lingo. What an episode. Great job, everybody. Thank you guys so much for watching. Remember um, the link to that, to the audience survey is in our description. They would really appreciate if you did that. A lot of exciting things coming up for John Boy Media. I will be in New York. Peter, we're going to miss you. Mm -hmm. Um, we love y'all. Thanks for watching. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. We're five days away. When this episode comes out, we'll be three days away. It's the best time of the year. It's going to be 85 degrees in Texas. So, um, happy holidays to everyone. Peter has a Christmas tree. We love you guys. Thanks for watching. Merry Christmas. Farm on, farm often. We'll see you next Wednesday.